Yeah, <laughs> that's I good. Do. Good for I'm you. I'm not going to go back and apologize. That's yeah, that's completely out of my care. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. But I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Hello, folks. Uh, I'm Tim, and I'm joined by Greg and Jack, and... We're here to give you the answer that you need to whatever it is on your mind. So we're here to serve you, dear listener, to help you solve those mysteries you can't solve on your own, but would probably be embarrassed to ask your families or friends or maybe even roommates, as you might see in a little bit here. Mm. But uh, I, you know, I'm excited to be back. Uh, I'm so happy to see you, Greg. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. A lot of good things happening. Yes, yes. And how about you, Jack? Good. Doing good. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Jack, what's the matter, man? You need to get bright, boy. What's the matter, huh? man? You seem a little, you seem down. Is everything all right? Busy week. A lot going on. Okay. Everything's a- anything yeah, we yeah. can help you with? Any advice um, we could give you? Yeah, I may be, uh, I may be sending in an email or two here soon. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the service that we provide. That's why we're here. We're doing that's it right. for the people, right? For the people. That's right. For the Absolutely. people. And, you know, I thought it'd be interesting, this, you know, whole idea of giving advice has been around for a long, long time. Have, have either of you ever heard of the agony ant? Have, have you heard of that? Does that ring a bell? No. Is that a Marvel superhero? If it is, it'd be a really interesting one when I tell yeah. you. It's, it's a British phenomenon. It's uh, basically like a Dear Abby, but uh, mm. the British version. So it's a writer of an advice column in a newspaper, other periodically. And it's someone commonly consulted for advice about personal problems. And I thought, well, shit, that's right up our alley. So I thought if I went and looked up some of the questions that were asked uh-huh. in these Australian and British newspapers, that mm. maybe we could give some advice uh, based on you know what we think. So um, I just kind of randomly- Fucking limeys. I randomly popped in there, and this is the one that came up and- you know, I didn't seek it out, but I, I, I had hesitations about going with it, but I, I went with it anyway. So, um, so one of the seekers, uh, one, of the persons who, uh, one of the folks who wrote in to this column, this was in an Australian newspaper, uh, the question is, I am a 63-year-old married man. Are there any medicines to sexually excite a woman? I have a 50-year-old neighbor who could benefit from it as she has lost her desire to have sex. Hmm, medicine. Um, to, to sexually excite? Yeah, I would say like lobster bisque at like a <laughs> five star restaurant. <laughs> a little Dom Perignon, you know, right? a fat wallet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How old? Fifty. He is. That's, he's sixty three. Yeah, he's yeah. Married. But she. Yeah. The, the, he's asking. The, for, he's asking for the neighbor. neighbor, right? Yeah, ecstasy. What, that's what. The, it, hey, that, what is the. Ecstasy is correct. Ecstasy, Absolutely. You know? That was where I was going to yeah. go. What, first of all, what is the 63-year-old talking to his 51-year-old female neighbor about sex anyway? Like, isn't that a little weird? Like, you think they just, <laughs> like, sit out in the driveway and get into sex conversations? I mean, I guess I wouldn't know, but 
Seems a little. That's funny. Uh, you had a you had a very mu- a much more noble view of this question. I mean, to no. me, it, it seemed like clearly he was uh, you know fooling around with the neighbor, and she <laughs> decided, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I mean, that that was my thought. He's some creepy old monarchist loving lech. To be honest, <laughs> the neighbor doesn't even know he's there. He's like looking at her through the window. He's like, I wonder what I could give her to. Yeah, it's called. Uh, he wants to Cosby her, is what he's talking about. He's looking for something to knock her out. Yeah, this fucking oh, sick God. bastard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, honestly, the the true answer is ecstasy. I guess. Yeah, ecstasy. Up some ecstasy. It's always worked for me. It, yeah, yeah. Put it in her watercress sandwich. Or, or you know, and, and her mix it in with her Vegemite. Well, uh, well now again uh, with the assumption she. Knows- she- yeah, that she's willing, then, oh, yeah, then just not, give oh, it yeah. to her. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just yeah, give it to her if she. God. Yeah, <laughs> Tim, God, what must you think of me? I mean, are you, oh my God, I'm not Bill Cosby for God's sake. No, I wasn't suggesting, unbeknownst to her, I'm saying, you know what, she might, you know, like it mixed in in some uh, some edible form there. You know, right? That's very thoughtful. Right. Yeah, she is older. No. It might make it what are, easier what are for the her. traditional aphrodisiacs so like I, I always heard like oysters were an aphrodisiac yeah money money is what you hit on yes power is chocolate i've heard yeah um chocolate chocolate yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah i remember that from um what was that uh al pacino keanu reeves film um the devil devil's advocate the devil's advocate Devil, yeah. is that it yeah yeah he uh, pacino said that uh oh, yeah. you know chemically speaking the feeling of love could be elicited by uh, large quantities of chocolate. Chocolate, too. yep. See? See? So. But yeah, no, I think I, ecstasy is definitely the um, the answer. I, you can take ecstasy at you know, 50, 60 years old, right? I don't know. I mean, I know you can take it in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had ecstasy. Oh, really? Honestly. Oh, no, that was me like, either. That's like a younger generation of drugs, isn't it not? Does this person get an answer from the nitwits in Australia? So the, the answer was, her gynecologist can help her. I'm curious oh. to know why you are so concerned. Oh, oh yeah. See, that I was oh. wondering the same thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't take it that far uh, right away. Well, I a- gave him a little bit of credit, but it did seem odd that he was... Just seems like an odd thing to be concerned about your neighbor. They're bushes. That's one thing. You know what I mean? The, the, the uh, pothole in the, the street between your driveways is one thing but yeah at 50 60 year old i assume that australians are nitwits and in this this whole interchange uh confirms there goes that market like like so so the response by an advice columnist is to ask a follow-up question i mean how how's that going to play I, I don't know. It might have been a bit that, of a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. I was yeah, going to say, that's probably. as fruitless as Delilah, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to delve deeply into a subject, you know? That's how they keep it alive, by communicating back and forth. Yeah. Well, and that's what we're trying to do, I guess. So maybe we should take some well, I think he, I think he wants to be the guy who, you know, finds the thing that will help her. And then if he's the one who, like, administers the... The potion, the the sauce that, and he happens to be in proximity when when this chemical reaction happens. Right, you know, who knows what could happen? Yeah, right? I mean, for all we know, it's maybe he's thinking that. Yeah, maybe it's maybe there, maybe it's a, a you know potential poly situation. Maybe they've already talked oh, to the neighbor yeah. and they're bringing her in, and you know, and then 
you know, they're just working on the sex part of it. So for all you know, yeah, maybe we'll have a chance in one of these episodes to to kind of explore that. Maybe there's there are yeah. some particular questions to a polyamorous relationship that, you know, maybe we could uh, provide some answers to. If only we had an expert. I know. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing, Greg. <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe maybe we'll find one in a future episode if you we can work tune on in. That. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, listener. That's for foresha- that's called foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. So we also offer literary advice as well. So this is great. So let's get on to the first letter. This one came through email, uh, and the title was simply help me. Oh, uh, and here's the email. Uh, dear sirs, I am pretty sure my girlfriend is cheating. Wait, on wait, 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 wait. Yes. Are you sure this is to us? Sirs. Yeah. I, that I don't think there's little... been enough episodes yet. That he, <laughs> this is more British, man. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry i wonder i wish i could do like a hackney accent like this us hello i've got this bird in my flat and i think she's i think she's uh banging my best mate <laughs> dear sirs i'm pretty sure my girlfriend is cheating on me with my roommate we've been together for six months and i've caught her coming out of my roommate's room at weird times when i was asleep or when i returned from a night out with the guys one time oh they were even asleep and cuddled and she said they were watching a scary movie passed out my roommate of course she denies anything existing oh she oh but she did also eat my last swiss roll a couple weeks back so my trust in her is a little thin. <laughs> oh my god! I love Swiss rolls, by the way. Go ahead. Well, those are that you know that's little Debbie. Delicious. You know that's little Debbie. When you call it a Swiss roll, that's a specific. Uh, that's not a ho ho. That's a little Debbie okay. snack. Okay. Yep. Anyway, but she did also Go eat ahead. my last little Debbie Swiss roll. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get maybe we can get little Debbie to advertise on this, that little uh, Debbie money yeah. rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> little Debbie money. I don't know what to do. I need my roommate right now financially. And of course, I want to trust my girlfriend, but it just seems a little off. Please help. Signed, Concerned in Calgary. Hmm. Uh, another Commonwealth nation. Oh, yes, my God. Yes, there you go. So we got a theme here. There you go. These fools in the Commonwealth, they, they got a lot of problems, don't they? That's where the respect comes from. If it was from uh, you know somebody in the U.S., they wouldn't the respect. That's what threw me off. <laughs> so let me get this straight. So this is like three's company scenario. Or no, no. It's just a guy, girlfriend, and female roommate. That's what, yeah, that, that's that's what, what the seems pronouns like, yeah. are indicating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the girlfriend comes and goes, apparently, right? She doesn't live there. I yeah, I, I, that's how I read it. I, yeah. That's exactly how I read it, guys. That's that, why. Yeah, yeah he's okay. got a girlfriend who comes and visits, and so here's my here's my advice. Uh, What's the problem? Who <laughs> 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 cares? Who cares? Well, what you, you what a, if you, I mean? Do you have a vivid imagination? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, I guess worst case scenario, I'd have to agree with you, right? Yeah, like the worst worst case scenario, right? Who cares? Um, but I could see wanting to be involved or knowledgeable, or you know, with with you know, just in that aspect, the whole um, uh, you know, just just trust and 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 wanting to be a, a part of that person's existence. Uh, unless I guess they think he's not capable. Well, it's Canadian. Canadian Canadians seem pretty straight laced to me, so he's probably not ready for that type of a scene, right? The menage scene is probably not his speed uh, as so a Canadian. 
So, oh. well, we'll take that a little that, further. So, your there goes your that advice, market. <laughs> yeah, your your advice is to not be Canadian. to uh, encourage this, right? Well, right? That- yeah. I'd, I'd first, I think this is a pretty uh, safe and standard advice: is to install cameras. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like get some it. cameras going, you know, um, and then when you're out at the the pub and and you're monitoring the cameras and you know and, and you you go home because you've forgotten your scarf. I'd imagine there's a lot of scarf forgetting in Canada, you know? especially Calgary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you yeah. but you would know exactly when to enter. Exactly. And then, oh my God, what's happening here? Well, now, yeah. So right. that's a whole different situation. Now you get to experience it. What if you? You're no, not. I mean, not that they would necessarily invite them in. I mean, no, no, no. But you, but you have the cameras, right? Now you have video. <laughs> yeah, at right, the very right, least, right? So yeah, exactly. What if you took it a step further and and you could market that? Actually, like make that's money true. off of it. Then, right? It'd be a lot more tolerable, right? At that point put it up on uh you know some of those sites or whatever i guess obviously again with everyone's consent or yeah or or if you have a moral compunction against that you could just use it to blackmail them privately that's true too (laughs) good point well that would help the financial part of it right so he was saying he was worried about making rent yeah yeah then he wouldn't need the roommate as much yep Mm, that's true so what you're saying is you film and blackmail Mm -hmm. use that money to pay the rent actually it sounds like a combination of both your advice right you film you yep. could either blackmail them or you could go for maybe trying to make money with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the important thing is that you need to be coming from a place of knowledge, you mm-hmm. know, and that's where the cameras come in. You know? <laughs> or, or, you know, he could be more I, playful about it and, and uh, you know, maybe do some it, laundry switcheroos and, and then be like, hey, what the heck? You know, uh, what's going on here? You know, how did, how did these, how did your items end up in what's-her-face's uh, mm. chest of drawers? Oh. You know, and try to provoke a confession, if you will. You know, disinformation. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like, yeah, the, the, we could have more information here. Like, have they, has it been something that, that you know, he's, he's brought up? Is he, is, you know, or was I not paying attention? What? Yeah, we're getting into the asking questions, right? So, um, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe I guess that would be the mature thing to do. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I like, yeah, I, I like the cameras idea, actually, now that I think about it, for a multitude <laughs> of reasons. <laughs> I, I mean, I would just try to, you know, again, be involved, right? For, you, you know, me, I would, obviously, at that point, I would want it to exist and be all about it. So, um, but you're right. It sounds like he's... So what would be your approach? How would you... So C&C, concerning Calgary, what, mm-hmm. how would you suggest? So you've got, the one hand, Greg is saying, become a totalitarian state and, uh, you know, film and blackmail um, and... <laughs> You know, disinform. Uh, I'm saying that's an option. I'm that's not an option. That's right. the best option. It's I'm not an saying option. that's. Yeah. yeah, that's. I'm not saying that's your preferred option. But you're you're yeah. trying to do your We're best. Brainstorming right? here. Yeah. Right. And then what you're saying is that very much a, 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 you know, summer of love, like peace, love, and happiness. And hey, maybe we can make this all work. Right. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing, Jack? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what yeah. would your approach be? How would you do that? I would. Um. I would wait until they were in the room together. I would. Um. Get naked and um oh. spray my privates with whipped cream and then i would kick the door open and hope that i was right <laughs> oh. oh my 
my god <laughs> but if i was it should go That's well from there in. you know um <laughs> if you're wrong then you know there's a little explaining to do at that point but or you know what you could do is um just be like when they come home one night be like hey guys guess what's on uh Wild Things. Yep. Remember that movie with? Yep. Uh, Look at this. Oh, it just happens to be at this scene with Nev yeah, Campbell yeah, yeah. and yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. There's, there's, yeah, just you know, maybe <laughs> just do the subtle route and play some movies that have that as a topic and be like, well, that's interesting. You know, living here with you two gals, I never thought something like that could be. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in this room ever tried anything like this before? I I, I I never really considered that. I guess I need to process that thought. <laughs> That's how they say it in Canada. That's process. well done. Yes. Process. Yes. Nice. I really do. I you know, my advice would be just come clean. It's not as fun as these guys, but just uh confront her. Hey, what's up? This is what I'm thinking. So weird. I guess one solution could be you put all the cameras in. And then you you put whipped cream all over your private parts and kick the door in, and that well, could actually add yes. to the the actual yep. quality of the uh, pornography that you're making. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. And then you know that becomes a, a business venture. Everybody benefits from it at that point, right? Everybody makes money. It's fun. You're always thinking. I'm trying. You are the consummate entrepreneur, Jack. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if. Um, you know, where, where you're putting our advertising, Jack, um, and specifically why we're getting the, you know, uh, direct messages and the uh, emails that we are. Mm -hmm. But um, there certainly does seem to be a certain population out there that's really seeking out. Maybe just because these are in sensitive nature, they're looking for us to help them out. I, I don't know for sure. But this, this note came through Twitter uh, and... Uh, it was a direct message that simply says, in a relationship, how good does the sex have to be to compensate for, say, the inability to hold a conversation? I don't know, man. That's, uh, I have to tell you, I have to defer completely to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That's it. Uh, are we talking about a day, a week, a lifetime? You know, I can deal with quite a bit of shit in a day. For really good sex, right? I mean, <clears throat> you should see some of the shit I put myself through in a day for really good <laughs> sex. So, um, I would even go as far as you know. Uh, uh, I mean, a week for like really, really good sex, but over time, eventually, and I know this from experience, uh, a relationship specifically based on sex can still last uh, about seven or eight years, actually. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a long time. Yeah. A lot of uh, Netflix in between, but yeah. It's, um, <laughs> good sex can go far, in my opinion. So for you, in a relationship, how good does the sex have to be to compensate, say, for the inability to hold a conversation? For you, it's just under a decade. Well, it has to be, yeah, no, it has to be good. Right, right, right. Like, like average sex and lack of conversation. No, thank you. But, it, but if it's really good sex, then yes, I can deal with not being able to communicate with you for eight to 10 years, probably. <laughs> if it's true. If it's, again, it's, I'm just, I'd like to answer it differently, but it's just math. I've done it. It's, it's, um, 
Greg? N- no, no comment, uh, guys. I'm getting married in three days. Don't, 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 even, don't even, uh, don't oh, even um, put my no comment in there. Yeah, this is all true. You guys are killing me with these like uh, sex questions on the That's- on the eve of my marriage. For uh, come on, tell me a fucking break here. You know. I mean, uh, unequivocally, listeners, I'm not Jack. You know, I, actually, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to like people. I need to be able to have a conversation. So, so for you, eight to ten years is probably a little too long. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. You, you, a little more balance for you. You guys know how intolerant in general of people I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. True. And, and so I, you know, I can't stand. I have to no be idea around, what you're talking. About. I can't stand to be around. 99.9% of people I've ever lived in any capacity, you know, I, I need to like a person. I need to be able to have a, some sort of an intellectual connection to, to even deal with somebody at all. That's all I'll say on this subject. I believe, I, yeah, I believe that, that Greg could know that, that this person would, would, you know, would give him the best sex of his life and could still walk out on them halfway through the first date just by being annoyed. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. <laughs> Where I, I would sit say, through almost anything for the, you know what I mean? The, the, the closest I'm going to get to touching this question is this, that I, you know, I, I've, <laughs> I, I've known, I've known many people over the years, like, uh, friends, colleagues, coworkers, that, you know, based on how dumb they were or how dull they were, you know, when I initially met them, I might have thought, well, that's an attractive person. Kind of objectively, that's an attractive person. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that dis- declines precipitously when I find them intellectually or, I don't know, uh, from a cultural perspective, like intolerable. I just can't. Uh, it, it's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, oftentimes we talk about cheating, just like we talked about with Concern in Calgary, right? Talking about sexual yeah. cheating. But in this sense, uh, maybe the, the individual could kind of intellectually cheat, right? So right, right. The, mm. right, the, the good conversations, maybe there's, there's someone at work that maybe isn't like attractive from a sexual standpoint, but man, the conversation is fantastic, uh, regardless of gender, right? And you, yeah. that's, you know, you kind of, that's where you get your, your, your conversation fix, if you will. Yeah. Well, this is a classic Seinfeld episode. You know, uh, Jerry, <laughs> the guest star was Tawny Katane. You know, so listeners go look up this episode. And, and so Jerry met this, uh, you know, character played by Tawny Katane back before she really fell off a cliff looks wise, you know, back when she was rolling around on hoods with David Coverdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and so, but she was insipidly dull. She was a terrible actress and she was always wanting to run these horrible lines with Jerry. But Jerry was saying to Kramer and George that the sex was so good that he couldn't break <laughs> away from the relationship. So he gave her phone number to Kramer, and he, he insisted that Kramer tear up the phone number so he had no choice but to <laughs> stop seeing her. Yeah. I, I, wor- I once worked with a... When I was like in college, I had a female coworker, uh, and when my friends would come and visit us, like I worked at a uh, Levi's store, uh, clothing store and when my friends would come and visit they were always like oh my god uh and i won't say her name because i'm still friends with her on social media is so so hot i can't believe you work with that girl blah 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 and i'd be like you know what talk to her for five minutes and she is 
<laughs> not attractive. Yeah, she's just, she is. There's just nothing going on up there. It, you know, it's she just just being around her. You know, I, I I saw. It's like that. You know, if you could see the way a person's, if you could see a person's heart, like that whole shallow howl thing in reverse, though. Mm-hmm. You know, she just was insipid. I couldn't take it. <laughs> but we're still friends on social media. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> how how is their social media game? Um, it's okay. You know what? Off, uh, off mic, I'll give you guys her, uh, Instagram information. You guys can tell me. Yeah. So, you know, know thyself, I guess, in this one here. And if you can take eight to 10 years of it or eight to 10 minutes, it's entirely up yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're, yeah. Know yourself. You know. And then, right, right. The, mm-hmm. the expectation of time. I, I, yeah. again, you know, I, I can't see any situation being so horrible that you couldn't deal with it for, with twenty-four hour period, you know what I mean. I, again, if we're talking about, you know, um, yeah. So, uh, if there are any, um, you know, stupid or morally repugnant but sexy monsters out there, Jack's available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I learned um, a lot today. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, that actually sounded like good counsel, though. I don't know if, uh, you know, we're, but, you know, maybe that happens every so often. But so we've got uh, know yourself, what you can handle, and consider intellectually cheating uh, if you have to. <laughs> so you have to. <laughs> if you have to. <laughs> if if you, you can to, get right? by with just staring at the wall, do that. But if you have to <laughs> talk to someone else. You've been sneaking out to play chess again. You're married <laughs> Haven't you? <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> Busted. Uh, I, found uh, your, I found your rook in your uh, in your in your car cup holder. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's a Dungeons and Dragons chess set. <laughs> the only one I know is that is Meredith. <laughs> I saw you reading David Foster Wallace again. <laughs> Oh man, shit! Oh, man. Busted. Good stuff. Yeah. Busted. Busted. All right. I saw you reading that novel. Right. No, but a, 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 an intellectual girl would say something like, "I saw you reading that novel by Jason Siegel again," and you'd be like, "Oh no, no, he just played David Foster Wallace in that movie I made you watch. That, <laughs> that awful, awful <laughs> biopic. That Vanity Project of Jason Siegel's." Uh, okay. So, hey, we got another note. It came oh, through boy. Instagram. So we got a direct message from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Good to know that Instagram actually produced something. Um, it was, uh, it was a pretty short note. Uh, it said 2020 review. Uh, one star would not recommend PS whatever happened to the murder hornets. Oh yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. What did happen to the bird? They did kind of come and go, right? I read about that. Like there was, uh, I mean, there were a few things this year. It has been crazy, right? I mean, first of all, it was this year that that Kobe Bryant died, right? Like, didn't that happen like right before all of this? And it seemed like it took over the world and then again, just kind of disappeared because COVID and and then uh, I think the Tiger King was in there somewhere and then Murder Hornets and then that was was this year. Sand storm that was coming to Florida at one point. It's, um, but yeah, the, the murder hornets kind of came, scared everybody, and then just disappeared, right? Is it, it anybody? Well, um, yes, the murder hornets just 
directly to that question. The murder hornets still exist. They're up in the northwest. They're up mm-hmm. where I live. Oh, are they? So, yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're still here. Um, I, they haven't murdered anyone yet that I know of yet. Well, that's uh, good. You know, maybe they bury the bodies. I don't know. Those suckers are big. But um, <laughs> have you seen one? I, uh, I've not like, seen yeah, one live. Not yourself? I've seen a no, picture okay. of one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and they're it, it could be upwards of three inches, three inches large. Mm. Like that, they're they're big. Um, but I, I've wondered. Oh, if, I know what three inches is. Uh, <laughs> Jack, Jack's having flashbacks to prom night. <laughs> oh, my God. oh man! Oh man! Uh, so my thought was had nothing to do with three inches and uh, prom night, but it was: is the world just how it's always been, and now we just see it so much? Or is it really getting worse? Like, in other words, yeah. uh, is all the crazy shit we're coming across crazy because we're making it crazy? Or was it always this crazy and now we're just seeing it? Neither, actually. Uh, it, it, it's always, I guess it's been this crazy, but I, I'll tell you, in context of murder hornets, I was the voice of reason for my little sphere of influence down here. <laughs> because... Guys, don't you remember? We're, we're children of the 70s. Don't you remember In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy mm. and, uh, and all the talk about the killer bees, the Africanized honeybees that were supposedly on their way up from South America. They were going to come through <laughs> Texas and get in land in, in you know, my northern climes the following summer to, to like terrorize us. You know, I, I can't tell you the nights of sleep I lost worrying about... <laughs> killer bees i really did and a lot of pretty much every topic on that show which my parents were so deferential to, to leonard nimoy it was like the mcneil lair report to them <laughs> that i was so terrified of like you know encountering sasquatch you know, or, or like you know the you know the bermuda triangle my parents yeah. went to bermuda and i started like contemplating which of my friend's parents might adopt me because I thought for sure they'd be dead. But much like that, the killer bees had never materialized. And so I, I dug a little deeper and I did see that they are in the Pacific Northwest. And yeah, they're a fearsome looking insect, yeah. but I also read that they're super docile and that they're not, you know, they're not like on the hunt to hurt people or to murder right. anybody. Could you domesticate them? I don't, no, I don't know I, about I, that. I don't know, Tim, I mean, yeah. But I don't, I don't think docile, we're, like, we're, 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 well, they're, they're not looking to confront humans. We're like 300 times their body size, or Tim, like 500 times their body size. And so they're not looking to hurt That's anybody. right, baby. <laughs> See? That's a defense. They're not, they're not looking to hurt anybody. So, so, you know, so there is this element, right, of things getting blown out of proportion, right? This, this yeah. hy- hyperbole, right? But, but I, I, I've kind of wondered, like, uh, is it feeding on itself and just things are becoming weirder and weirder because that's what gets the eyeballs? Yeah, that's that. This is a perfect Twitter question, right? Because Twitter, it's like, you know, it's a uh, three hour news cycle and you right. know, whatever is salacious people are, are hanging on to. And that that's definitely a headline like, oh, damn, just when things couldn't get worse, a couple of clever memes and then it's a national uh fear that's people developing it's yeah it's probably a a combination of them actually i think it's um shit is getting a little crazier at least again appears to be you know 
So I, yeah, I heard a term called terror scrolling that, you know, people who just, you know, this, there's an adrenaline rush that comes with just, or doom scrolling, right? Like you, you, you're just kind of going through and it's just this whole kind of, you know, what's worse, what's worse. Well, anyway, so I guess what we're saying is the world has always been this way and it's all about headlines, clicks. Yeah, um, clicks. Yes, and doom scrolling. So uh, I guess my advice would be just put the fucking phone down, relax, read a book, uh, do something, play chess, maybe. Breathe. Yeah, we have a lot more time to mull over bad things. Right. You know, so many people are at home and, and just uh, mulling over terrible things. We need like... Uh, Norman Vincent Peale, I guess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or or what, what was that fucking guy who did the um, Expect the Positive broadcast? That guy died like 50 years ago. <laughs> of a broken heart. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Expect a miracle. Expect oh. a miracle, yeah. Okay, that I'm sure that's going to that's gonna work. <laughs> Leonard, you ever heard Len- Leonard Nimoy's album he put out an album oh yeah i love that shit. oh it was so good uh ruby don't take your love to town he did a version of that he actually had william shatner on there with him on a couple of tracks and uh i just i thought it was the coolest thing he did um if i had a hammer yes and he did um blowing in the wind too (laughs) (laughs) he's just an oversized uh personality in our childhood uh that guy leonard nimoy well listen uh this listeners this is your show too and we want you to be a part of it so send us a note at twitter instagram facebook or good old email you know the information will all be in the show notes for you and let us know what advice you want and as you can see we're going to take this very seriously absolutely and we're going to give you the best counsel we possibly can so guys this has been great i love seeing you and love you guys uh, yes love you too and hope uh hope everything's stays well and um i hope you have a wonderful weekend this week greg we'll be thinking of you yeah yeah thanks for the invites knowing we weren't going to come i thought that was uh yeah uh, very nice of you well i mean the truth is because i've 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 you guys are you i haven't received a lot of flack from it but we were going to do kind of a a destination elopement like Vegas or something and say, Hey, next, next March, we're going to be there for four days. We understand that everybody can't come necessarily, but we would love to have as many of our friends who would like to come and we're just going to have fun. But with this, this uncertainty, we, we, we kind of looked into it and it's just, it's so impossible to predict where hotspots will be. And if it'll affect one region of the country more than another. And we thought we could put all this time and energy into planning this only to have it be something really underwhelming. And so we thought better, let's just, let's just do it. We love each other. Let's get married. Let's have, let's have fun. Um, and then when we see our friends, um, we'll celebrate individually. You know, we'll, we'll, and, and then if things clear up, maybe we'll do like a destination party in a year to commemorate a year's anniversary, something like that. Hey, you know? Is it just me, Jack, or is Katie made Greg far more thoughtful and reasonable? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I think, Not yeah, she's tapped into something that, uh, that's been dormant for a while. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, I, I won't, I won't, um, discount the the, the <laughs> this transformative powers of an amazing person in your life it, i guess unfortunately I, I i never had a real true friend until i met her 
I agree. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, guys. Be good.